B-Pod Studios. Comic books, anime, video games, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. This is Nerd Radio. Good evening. I'm Dr. Emmett Brown. I'm standing on the parking lot at Twin Pines Mall. And this is Temporal Experiment number one. That's right. Another week, Nerd Radio. Wherever you get your podcast is part of the B-Pod Studios Network and all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. Also... As an added bonus this week, you can check us out at our website, nerdradio101.com. Whoa, we have a website. We have a website now. Wow, it's like 1998. Exactly. We have a website. We have a domain. We don't have a website. (laughs) All it does is- We have a domain! (laughs) (laughs) We went on GeoCities. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, I was sitting there. I was doing some stuff for my own- Domain, which also is not a website. I just own a URL for myself. Albeck.com. Not quite. No, Alcon? I wish. Alcon2021.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to scoop that up now. You've already, you put it out on Twitch, you idiot. Oh, I no. did. We talked about it two weeks I ago. Know. But not the website. No, yeah. we didn't. Um, no, Albeck is already taken, so... I had to. Oh, Al- no. Al- did you go Albeck Radio? Yeah, because that's what I put my social media Al- in. Albeck voiceover yeah. or something? Yeah, just Albeck Radio, oh, which is nothing, It's the, but I own it. You I need to it. set up like one of those Linktree sites like those cam girls do that has like, so you put in albbeckradio.com and then it goes to like your OnlyFans. Yep. yep. So right. You see your butthole. Yep. It goes to your Facebook. Well, OnlyFans is the top of the list. Yeah. yeah well, that's yeah. what you're making <laughs> all the money right there. You know, <laughs> you put the money first. You want yeah. people to see the money site first. Yeah. I think I think you're shooting pretty high thinking Al will show off his butthole in OnlyFans. I think Al's OnlyFans is just him without a shirt. Well, it's, well, yeah, it's just yeah. his belly button. That's his, yeah. that's his, that's his, that's his, mostly because it'd just be way too much work to stand up, turn around, and bend over. Oh, come on, Al. You got exactly. a camera phone. You set that timer on there. You'll be, you'll be golden. I'll give you some oh, pointers. Oh, God. Even, even yeah. some tech work involved. Yeah. With Aren't y'all glad you tuned yeah. into Nerd Radio? But I yeah. will say I was doing stuff for my own website that doesn't exist and thought, we don't have a Nerd Radio one. So I went and looked, and NerdRadio101.com was available, so I bought it. Were you scared somebody was going to steal it? No, okay. I just figure, you know, it's one of those things that I, I figure eventually we're going to do something, but probably never will. Yeah, well, you know, better to have it we, than not. Better to have it, but right now it currently does. Well, you don't want to end up like the Washington Redskins. Exactly. You know, right. somebody, yep. you know, somebody like Jay Moore. Jay Moore the goes chat, and scoops yeah. up our. He buys all the nerd radio properties. Bastard. All the L Beck properties. Yeah. And he's going to, he's holding out for a six figure number. Which yeah. I don't think we'll ever be able to come yeah. up with the, the purchase. I will say that I don't. Well, I don't think cents. a three-figure number. I think yeah, it's yeah. the three of us. Yeah. We can put six pennies give together. Give me three bucks. Give me give me a two-dollar bill. I got a, <laughs> if you can <laughs> find one, I got I got a bunch. I keep one in my wallet all the time, just in case. I, I do too, actually. Yeah, you might run out of gas. Yeah, really? or you might need yeah. something. Yeah. Oh wow. Keep a two-dollar bill in your yeah. wallet. I think that's, you should a, be. that's an old man tip. Old man tips for both me and Al. But you know what? I keep my wallet, my bank card. It's the only cash I have. The $2 bill? Yeah. While, but, we're, uh, while but, we're talking about websites, I did look it up when you said com was taken. It's Albeck Financial Services. Is it really? Yeah. So don't yeah. don't yeah. think that. Well, apparently, and here, here it is, James. See? $2 bill. $2 bill. Uh, uh, for the camera. Bill has seen much, much better it's, I know. Well, it's my, I've been carrying it in my wallet so this is what for a long, to long, your ass long for time. Years. Yeah. Poor Thomas Jefferson. Looks like his, yeah. uh, his wig got blown off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was oh, some Taco fine. Bell yeah, involved. And then there's the Founding Father's Orgy on the back. Yep. But I do. I do RG. keep it. I do keep it. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> well, if you look at the back of the two dollar bill, they got the founding fathers having a little orgy. I don't remember that. Part John Hancock Hamilton. is putting his name oh. where it don't belong. Uh, 
yeah. George Washington's got his wooden teeth out while he's pleasuring one of the other founding fathers. Oh, my God. Mm. I can tell you who Well, was, this but. is what you tuned into Nerd Radio for. That's right. Welcome to the show. And all this started uh, so I could tell you that, uh, well, nerdradio.com was taken. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. uh, but I figure our social media across the board is Nerd Radio 101, so I yeah. got that. And currently it just forwards to the podcast episode page at WRIF.com. So it's right. an easy way to go. Uh, so it is up. Uh, but again, you can find the podcast at Riff.com. It's part of the B-Pod Studios Network. Also in Boston at Rock929Rocks.com. And 96K Rock in Fort Myers, Florida. And if you're tuning in on a Wednesday morning, you can find us over the Checkpoint XP Twitch channel over at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. Over to you, Chuck. Well, Man, I didn't have I just wave at nobody, give a point, nothing. They I was just, just going to say, go home. We don't need you. But I, you're, again, you're from good. the episode James and I tried to do alone, clearly yeah. we do need Which you. Which we gave up on <laughs> finding stuff to talk about. I'm yep. just here to throw you guys softballs and then make, and you get to be funny. <laughs> uh, that's, that's my job is to throw you. I just spilled water on my crotch. <laughs> Chuck didn't even have to do anything to get, make that happen either. Do you, you need me to come over there and dry it up, Al? I got the founding fathers. Thank you. <laughs> I'm covered. Ooh, George Washington. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, can't even tell you got uh, dog teeth and those dentures. Too bad I looked up like 20 stories for this week because we're not going to get to them. This is too good. <laughs> and I'm for the record, this for anyone bit. from Checkpoint listening, aside from James, none of it got on any equipment. No. It was no. all right on my pants. I'm happy to see that his headshot is still in the studio for yes. last week. Yeah, I got, some, com- I got some compliments when we came in here to record uh, the, the latest checkpoint. The checkpoint, yeah. Well, yep. you should. That's a great headshot. I was like, it is a fantastic looking headshot. It's the best headshot in the whole building. Yep. Yeah. You don't. You can't see any other radio talent in an outfit like that. That's true. That's true. I had to make that sure. That might even be safe to say in the, hist- in the, whole, in the whole country. I you know, there's probably women radio talent. There. Yeah, well, let's remember, you did Maybe get that headshot during the rock girl phase. When yes, we were yeah. just, you know, had, had sexy lady photos yeah. every year. So I had to become the rock boy. I had to I had to make sure it was from the shoulders up when I put it on the camera because it, I, I can't see your thong in that photo. Oh, yeah. You so don't you get could, a Twitch band. You could be wearing yeah. nothing at all like, as far that. as anyone knows. And yeah, I didn't want to I don't want to get everybody in uh, in problems. Get with that Twitch. Good man out of here. It feels good to be back in the studio because I was off. It's good week. to have you. How's Are you the, feeling any how's better? The, yeah. I'm still itchy as hell, but. Uh, That's unfortunate. Oh, show the camera. I still kind of look like Gorbachev's. Oh, forehead, yeah. You know, well, right. But it's healing. It's absolutely healing yeah. up. So and if you're listening to this podcast, now you've just had the advantage of now, tuning in live on Twitch. You yeah. get a. Uh, you, got, you just got a James Nip show. Yeah. yeah so I was going to say, now we're in trouble with Twitch. <laughs> yeah. Tuned in on Twitch, you can see the, uh, the birthmark looking. Poison ivy and almost get an idea what it might smell like. You can nearly smell it. Yes. Mm. Okay, well, I did look up a bunch of stuff, and we got a whole bunch of news to talk about. But before we get there, while we're talking about websites, do you guys remember the right to censor faction in the WWE back in uh, the early 2000s? No, I don't. It was no. uh, Stephen Richards, Val Venus, who was the Val, Val Venus. He, he was, was the male porn star. He was the guy. porn star. There was Ladies. the Godfather, which had all the hoes. The Godfather with yeah, the hoes. And, and then Ivory, and they took all of them, and they, uh, they dressed them in suits and ties. And and made them like a, a like parent, Mormons or something like Mormons like a parent group that oh, okay. was up that was upset about all the TNA and all the the violence on the show and they would come out and they had this like awful siren for a for a thing they had a website back in the day that was right to censor dot com uh-huh. AEW bought it did they really they did oh. I saw it last night 
That's a, this is the one thing I love about having the, the two like big name. I mean, technically there's three because Impact also. Sure. But those two big wrestling corporations going head to head. I love yeah. the stuff that they pull against yeah. each other. There's this little so dirty. tiny stuff going on. You know, between the Dusty Monday Rhodes Night Wars rights. again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dusty exactly. Rhodes rights name naming rights and things like that. Now. Yep. Website domains. Oh. Yeah, no, it was it was really funny when somebody realized that, like, wait a second, wait a second, that forwards you to the AEW website. That's amazing. Good job, Cody Rhodes. Whoever is involved in that, good job. Yeah. Good job. They should have forwarded it to nerdradio101.com. They should have. They absolutely should have. Great. I don't think AEW knows we I don't exist. Think <laughs> I guarantee Jericho, they we're don't. out here. Come on, Jericho. <laughs> right, exactly. He's the demo god. We need yeah. him over here. All right, well, the big news I wanted to start off with from yesterday, uh, which we've got over on WRIF.com, and you've probably heard, but I wanted to get your guys' uh, impression on this. The Mulan movie is foregoing theaters, like a lot of movies this year, and is going to D- Disney Plus, streaming video on demand for cool. twenty nine ninety nine uh, in the first week of uh, September. So we've got to pay $30 to watch this movie yep. on top of the fee. On top of your Disney Plus subscription. It, it's, it's video on demand, so I believe you're renting it for... I don't know, like a weekend or something like that, like three oof. or four days. Oof, but oof. they're trying to make sure they get that like movie ticket money because if you're if you're renting it on Disney on demand, there's a good chance that three or more people are going to see it. How do they come up with thirty dollars? Like thirty dollars is what you'd pay like back in the day for a pay per view. I feel right, uh, you know. But even I've, like a movie, like a movie rental from a pay per view was like five, six bucks, maybe ten. Yeah, max. I I feel like because of the way this it, it's put together, like I said, I think when you rent it, you get it over a, like a three day period. So maybe it's like ten dollars a day. They're oh, thinking. Well, give it to me for twenty four hours for ten bucks, and maybe I'll be well, not Mulan, but you know. Well, yeah, that's movie. that's the two things about it. First of all, this has been going on since the beginning of summer. Different service, different like you could go on Amazon Prime and get the Scoob movie for yeah. like thirty bucks when it first came Sonic out. Sonic, one of them too. That I think they put so. Out early, yeah, uh, but you know. 30 seems a bit steep. And specifically... Al, how much did you pay to get the Trolls movie? Everything I had. Oh, wow. <laughs> so not much. Yeah. <laughs> a little, all my money, a little bit of innocence, all gone. Yeah. Uh, you know, I will say that uh, depending on how many people in the room, I could justify the money or not. Right. You know, like uh, there was a movie that had one of my... Uh, Bill Burr was in that I really wanted to see. I never got around to renting it, but I figured... If I'm going to rent this thing with two people in the room, it was $20 to rent it. Sure. That's what I would spend at least to go to the theater. Yep. I can justify it then, and I don't have to do the theater thing. Right. You know, I'm you not don't have a, to be around anybody. Right. So so it depends. Like, I'm not going to spend $30 on that, but if I had a family of four that were going to watch it, it with me, I'd be spending more than that in the theater, and I could do it. I could see that. I feel you know? like my sticking point is like 20 bucks. Yeah. You know what? Okay, let's say Disney puts out some movie I got to see. So let's right. say COVID happened before Endgame and any of that stuff. I would pay the $20 on top of my fee to, to see that. Sure. For some reason, once you go past that $20 barrier, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, that's way too that's much your, money. That's your line you know? in the sand. Yeah, that's like now I'm now you're digging into my cheesy gordita crunch funds. Yeah, well, because here's, here's the other thing, though, is eventually, if you're not in that big of a rush to see it now, sure. it'll eventually be a $6 rental like most new releases. It'll yeah. come down in price. But that's why if it's something I want to see right now, I would gauge it on how many people are watching it with me. Would I pay that amount right. to see it in theaters? 
then okay. So does I'll, that I mean we got to kick in money if you come to your place and we're going to rent a movie on Disney Well, yeah, Plus it's like when you get WrestleMania and you yeah. have all your friends over and everyone yeah. kicks in five bucks. Well, Al's going to invite us over. Come on over. We're going to watch Mulan. We're like, That's oh, right. this is weird. We're going to Al's to watch Which is Mulan, already strange. Yeah. <laughs> right. Then he's like, all right, James, that'll be $10. Chuck, that'll be $10. <laughs> he's got a little coat and a yeah. hat. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, well, it's a theme party, too, yeah. so you got to dress up. Yeah. <laughs> Like All our favorite MASH characters. It's not even Mulan themed. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> the theme for this yeah. Mulan viewing is MASH. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the yeah. theme is my my yeah. Hulu queue. Yeah. So you got to come as MASH or a Dick, <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. How, in the, <laughs> how in the world did you guys know I've got a clinger dress in the closet? Yeah. Wow. I'm just waiting. Just waiting for the excuse. Finally, a reason to put it on and yeah. wear it on. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. But uh, the president of Disney said that this is not something that they're looking to do going forward. Like the Black Widow hasn't been announced yet as, you know, $30. They're still hoping to get it in the theaters. But with this particular movie, they're deciding apparently at this point they've lost enough money waiting to put this in the theater. So we're going to put it on a video on demand. I just don't think Mulan is the kind of movie that you're going to make a lot at no. $30 a shot. I no. do think that's a, an overreach. I mean, like I said, I would justify it by I would need at least three people in the room with me right? Uh, to, to go ahead and purchase that. But we... The room does not meet L's minimum requirements it's for movie right. rental. Sorry. It's like get a, more friends. Yeah. Get more friends, Al. Yeah, it's like a three drink minimum. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ron right. is a three person yeah. minimum. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, Sorry, charging, he's, yeah. he's charging seven bucks for the uh, mixed drinks in the, yeah. in the fridge. Yeah. Said, right. yeah, that would be awesome. He's got cocktails in there. Because yeah. <laughs> well, well, let's let's go ahead and you mentioned Black Widow. I mean, we're talking about Mulan. I don't think any of the three of us in this room are in a hurry to see Mulan. Right. All three of us would want to see Black Widow as soon as we can. Could you see yourself spending the 30 bucks if you had enough people or if you oh, want yeah. to see it bad enough or if you were bored enough? Could you see yourself doing that for Black Widow, not Mulan? I think between myself and Amy, we, we would probably legitimate, legitimately yeah. be like, yeah, let's, let's spend the, you know, it's, uh, it's Saturday night. Um, let's spend 30 bucks. And see, so that one, my Black desire Black to see it is higher. Uh, and oh, again, you really are, that really is more more appropriate to what I'm totally, a movie ticket would be is $15 per person. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm totally renting Bill and Ted. Yeah. The weekend it comes out, I think that's that's another twenty or thirty dollar movie. I'm, I I want to see it. I want to see it. Y'all y'all know they could make it fifty dollars, and I'd rent New Mutants. Yeah. <laughs> How high will Chuck Bean go? Exactly, exactly. They could they could crank that price yeah. up to something He's really stupid. Chuck in line at the plasma donation centers. Like, oh, <laughs> I just want to see New Mutants. We come, mutants is coming out. We come in here next week, find the audio board missing. We Chuck <laughs> yeah. traded it. Yeah, for a bootleg copy yeah. of New Mutants. It's, it's like dealing with a meth addict. Yeah. Like, what's <laughs> going on? All our all of our cool collectibles are gone. The Hulk fists are gone. Yeah. Yeah. The boards are gone. He's all the headphones hawk, are gone. He's hawking copies of James's headshot. Yeah, I went on eBay. Headshots for, of myself are now selling for fifty dollars a pop. Forged and he signatures. sold four of them. Yeah. It's freaking requiem for a dream in yeah. here, so I can finally see New Mutants. Yeah. So <laughs> me and Al got to keep going back to the pawn shop to buy all the equipment back so yep. we can do the nerd radio podcast. Well, you know, there's got to be somebody out there in the world that feels the same way about Milan. Like, I, I'll pay it. Yeah. Damn it! I've been yeah. waiting for this stupid Milan movie. I'll pay it. Well, he is going to have to pay three dollars yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah, I was. I was also curious. That, you know, I don't think there's anything coming out. That you you guys would you know other than Black Widow that you guys would be like yeah maybe but was is there anything that you can think of that like if they put it out you'd be like okay I, I guess I guess anything that John Cena might do or be in anything John Cena related yeah. I'd probably be like okay he's in another feature length film all right John Cena I can't see you but you can see my money it would have <laughs> for me it would have to be something at the level of the next Star Wars movie or. 
you know, like I'm not as interested in Black Widow, but sure. if it was Endgame, if it was an Avengers movie, yes, if it was, if it was, was, was yeah. Endgame, if Endgame was was being pushed back right now, I could see myself dropping the thirty bucks to sit in my by myself, yeah. in my mash costume and watch it. <laughs> I love that visual, but <laughs> um, but like the the next phase, it, I'm not as invested yet. I'm not as in big of a hurry. That's what I was gonna say. Out know? of the movies that they do have coming out in the next phase, like Eternals is is pushed back, and like. Yeah. We don't know what Eternals is, so no yeah. one's going like, to pay $30 I, for that. The I'm sorry. Thing- I can wait for Top Gun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to see it. And if I had, if like the three of us got together and decided to watch Top Gun together, I'd put 10 bucks into it right. to, to watch it now. But yeah. if it's just me and no one else wants it, I'll wait. It'll, be, it'll come down in price. Or wait until I can buy it for $30 and watch it as many times as I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? For a rental, it's, it's steep. What was I going to say? Oh, Doctor Strange is probably the yeah, next Marvel movie. That's the next movie. one I'm super hyped about. That's the next Marvel yeah, movie yeah. that I'd be like, eh, maybe. Would you spend the $30, though, I would, Yeah, for Doctor Strange, I would think you? I'd cough up 30 Like, Black Widow, my fiance's really got to want to see it. I feel like to cough up the 30 bucks, But then I also feel like I'm, I got a little uh, fear of missing out. Like, there is the Black that. Widow movie's there. Right. I know I could watch it for $30. But everybody else could talk about it. I'm not going to be able to get in on the conversation. Right. I'm, I'm going to have to sit out. I got to deal with spoilers and all that stuff. So maybe I would then spend the $30 just yeah. to avoid like first world issues, you know, yeah. like major issues that really doesn't affect. I think it would anybody, have to, but... you'd have to look at how much would it ruin your day if you, if it was spoiled yeah. for you, like end game, right. you're trying to avoid conversations with people until you see it. When we, you know, saw Force Awakens. We were trying to avoid people yeah. until we saw what happened. It got spoiled anyway because people mm-hmm. are dicks. But, um, you know, like, I don't really care if Black Widow gets spoiled for me. I don't want it to get spoiled. But if it did, it'd be like, oh, oh well. You know, that's kind of how I would react to it. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a short break. I didn't uh, I didn't expect that conversation to go as long as it did, but I'm happy we did it. I, I was looking forward to getting your guys' opinion on it. Um, coming up, there's another thing that was over on the website that I want to ask you guys about, and that is, has there been a good video game movie? That's coming up next on Nerd Radio. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Hope you cleared out your DVR. We're back with more Nerd Radio. Oh, I've wasted my life. That's right, more Nerd Radio, where we get your podcast as part of the B-Pod Studios Network and on your social media at Nerd Radio 101. My name is Chuck Bean, joined, as always, by my uh, cohorts and companions, Al Beck and James, for another week of Nerd Radio. Guys, how are we doing today? I've been 30 minutes into the show. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah, I can't go. I, I mean, I can't complain. I'd say average, maybe right. average plus. I was following you on uh, on on Twitter over the weekend, James, and I saw you were having some gaming issues. Yeah, you let me borrow uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, and I didn't realize it's gonna take two hours to install that game. Oh. I got At a first, Sunday afternoon. I'm like, I'll take my little anti-itch pills, put on my ointment, and I'm gonna go delve into the wild, wild west. Right. And uh, I sat there and just pretty much watched. Loading, 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 yeah, yeah. Loading, loading. I'm like, let me complain about this on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, w- I yeah, will still say, loading. Gaming uh, games today are worth the wait because they look so good and they're so expansive. But that is the drawback that yeah. you cannot get a game and then be like, I'm going to play it now. Yeah. Like it's. But to be right. honest, from what I played in Red Dead, it's I'm very impressed with it. Yeah. So what they did, like I've, I've got to the point where because I wanted to see the calm protest we've been talking about over yeah, the yeah. last right. few weeks. So you let me borrow the game so I can get online and check that out. 
And I finally got to the point where I can now go explore the Wild West on my own. Like, my camp is now set up, so I'm excited to go do that. And I'm actually – I'm super impressed with what they did with that game. Mm. Yeah. So – like, oh, I'd say it was worth the wait. Okay, yeah, well, that's yeah. cool. Kind of. Kind and that of. was that was something of the reason I brought it up. First of all, I, I saw your tweet, but I didn't know what game you were talking about. And mm-hmm. then the other night, I was looking through on my PlayStation, the, the activity feed, and I saw you hit a couple achievements. I'm like, oh, he was talking about Red, Red Dead. Dead. I'd forgotten <laughs> that. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I'd forgotten that you have to, like, set it and walk away for the oh, night. Oh, man, yeah, two discs. Yeah. Like- yeah, you know, to install. I was lucky. I had a pre-order that my that my brother purchased for me, and it was the digital version. Right. So I don't know. I assume they do this for all games, but they'll let you download the game entirely and install it, but it waits until the release to unlock, which yep. I think is exactly. brilliant. Yeah. So at midnight, you can start playing. You have to wait for that extra two hours. Right. Yeah. For sure. But um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to bring it up because of our our previous discussion about uh, the movies, the the rentals, and you had brought up James the the idea of missing out when a thing is new. Yeah. Um. So I've been playing two different games the last month or so. One of them, Star Wars Battlefront Two, which mm-hmm. is about three or four years old, and then I did that uh, that Twitter thing, uh, the Twitter poll about a month ago, saying, "Oh, that's right, yeah." And and people said they wanted me to play Mass Effect Andromeda before I played Final Fantasy Thirteen. I gotta say. In both cases, waiting to play those games actually made them better. Really? Especially Star Wars Battlefront 2. I talked to Mike Pandoff, who we've had on the show here, uh, about Battlefront, and he was talking about how when the game first came out, there were loot boxes that you had to buy, yeah. which gave you different characters and different um, you know, upgrades to characters and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. they had to change that entire system. Yeah, they got, I think EA got in like some hot water with that because it got... It draws lines to gambling and underage right. gambling or things oh, like that. Oh, so I didn't know any change of that. I had, to, box. I had to look it up because I'm playing the game now, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't. Why were people upset about this? This game seems great. The more I play, the more my experience points goes up, so which means I get access to these new powers and abilities. And okay, cool, and these new characters. This is great. And then I looked it up. I was like, Oh, that's not how it always was. Mm. When the game first came out, you literally had to throw money at it to unlock Darth Vader. Or to get this certain ability, which made Darth Vader's force powers better. Hmm. Or to make him available as a playable uh, character. Like, there's certain... It's been a while since I've played, but I know there's modes where... Right. You'd only have access to certain legendary right. Star Wars characters. Yeah, so... And, and I was I was looking at that, and then also uh, playing the new Mass Effect game. Well, the latest Mass Effect game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they've had to update that with you know and patch any of the holes in it. It's still real buggy. It still crashed on me a few times. Um, and I, but the only really like I like the Mass Effect series, and this scratches that itch. So I don't, I don't get why people when it came out, other than the disappointment of it not quite being everything you so wanted. So what would you say is the advantage to you playing this Mass Effect game now as opposed to playing it when it first came out? Like I get the loot box stuff, you sure get the characters that kind of change how the, the right. game mechanics work for uh, Battlefront. It's a but. it's a mixed bag because, like I said, on one hand, I th- I think it was a lot more prone to crashing when it first came out than okay. it is now. So, I'm so getting, it's a little bit more stable. Yeah, You're I'm not getting ripping more, your hair out as often when the game crashes and you lose right. all your progress. I'm I'm getting more out of it now than I might have. But on the flip side, the multiplayer mode is completely dead. <laughs> oh, really? Nothing. Yeah. nothing? I've tri- I've tried playing. Sounds the most- great to me. I'm going to pick up a copy today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like Al's social life. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Battle- I wish, I wish that's, <laughs> that's what I endeavor for. I met a friend earlier this week and it was miserable. I'm kidding. <laughs> He's probably he's probably on the Twitch stream right now. I'm like, oh man, what the hell? <laughs> That's such a Seinfeld bit. I met his friend last weekend here this weekend. It was miserable. <laughs> 
but yeah, it's the kind of thing that I was I was thinking about while I was playing Battlefront specifically mm-hmm. because like all the stuff, all the different levels based on uh, the Rise of Skywalker and the solo movie and stuff like that, you just get. Oh, I when forgot they had all now. those other new levels. Like I played it for a while. I don't remember why I, why I got out of playing it, but I used to play it on my Friday streams. And I don't know if it's maybe that's when I finally discovered Realm Royale and yeah. I stopped playing it, and I've just been all about Realm Royale. But I forgot they had those other, well, other and levels. I'm, and I'm sure to some degree you run into that with Realm Royale as well. Like they've they've gotten to move around what weapons are you know uh, spawn as easy or are do as much damage to a point where the game is what it is now. And and you, like I've seen people on your Realm Royale stream be like, man, I wish I, m- I miss when this was here. I miss yep. when this was better. Yeah, they moved some stuff. They've re- remodeled different locations and different areas. And there's a, an area in the map called Fungal Jungle that used yeah. to just be a couple, like one big forge and a few mushrooms. And now it's like something out of uh, now it's, uh, Labyrinth, like the, right. the Goblin King's Castle. Now you're trying to find your way around. Now it's the Ewok Village. Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> But one of the things I wanted to bring up is, uh, once again, an article that we've got over on WRAF.com. Thanks to our Checkpoint XP bros, who also let us uh, use the studio on Wednesday for their stream. Uh, Mortal Kombat turned in 25, the movie Mortal Kombat turned in 25 this year. Uh, But they also said, why are video game movies awful? Which made me start thinking, is there good video game movies? And I know there are. Like, I would say uh, Detective Pikachu. Was good. Okay, and that I was seen it, so I can't. That was speak enjoyable. To that I know you saw Sonic. Sonic. I thought Sonic. Okay, it was enjoyable. I, you know, it's good if that's what you're looking for. If you're looking right. for a straight up video game action adventure comedy mm-hmm. type movie, it's good. But it's not going to win an award. You know? Right. James Marsden's not going to get an Oscar for his his role in the movie. And I wish he ben would. Ben Schwartz, whatever I his name is. I wish he would, too. <laughs> you know what? If he didn't, just because it would be fun downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. If he didn't yeah. get it for three X-Men movies worth of Cyclops, he ain't getting it. Yeah. Well, maybe, he just not, maybe Cyclops isn't his thing. Maybe playing Sonic's friend or whatever right. is more his bag. But uh, I would say it was good. It was enjoyable. Much more, I feel, enjoyable than what Mortal Kombat was. Yeah. Sure. Or even like the original Super Mario Brothers movie. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Like, I'm glad. When you think of bad, bad video game movies, you think of stuff from the 90s when they started actually, Hollywood started looking at video games and going, oh, we can make a movie out of that. And a lot of them were really terrible. Yeah. What about uh, Resident Evil? That, out of the series, and that's the thing. You have to about those. You have to figure out. Why is a movie terrible? In the same way that, like, why would a comic book movie be terrible? Is it terrible because it's not a good translation of the the source material, or is it just bad? Mm-hmm. Is is kind of the criteria you need to you need to put in your own head? Like, I wouldn't say the Resident Evil movies, even Silent Hill, aren't bad movies. They're just not faithful to what they're translating. Sure, very okay. true. I'll give you that. Yeah. So if you're going into the, the movie trying to Live, like relive the same experience you got playing the video game. Right, you're going to be let down every single time. Right, but if you're going into it with an open mind, you're just thinking, okay, I'm going to watch this video game movie. Okay, we're watching Resident Evil. As long as we know we're in Raccoon City or we're dealing with you know Mr. X and the different uh, yeah, labs and all that. There's going to be zombies. There's going to be uh, stars. Yeah, well, you I know, and hopefully I'll get to see uh, Nemesis or something like that. Yeah, I feel like a, a a video game movie. In order for it to be good, it can't be a represent a direct representation of the game because sure. you have to you'll do mundane tasks in a video game that is entertaining, right? Because you're interacting with it and you're doing it. But I mean, little things like Mario. All you do is jump on a box and sure. jump on a flower. Yeah. Like, do you want to watch that in a movie? No, but you, it's rewarding to play it because yeah. now you can shoot fireballs at you know mushrooms and stuff. Yeah. So I I feel like if a you know like Resident Evil maybe isn't a direct representation of the game, but if it was, it would have sucked. 
Yeah, right. You, you just watch people grabbing different herbs and making the, the green and, and the red herbs to make <laughs> exactly. different stuff. Yeah. Like, However, it could be different for Generation Z because Twitch is literally this and nothing but watching people <laughs> <laughs> play video yeah. games. Well, maybe. And apparently it's rewarding. So Right. Well, like Final Fantasy. Uh, but actually, I they, take that back as being uh, like it translates to a movie because a lot of people will watch somebody on Twitch who's really good and try to apply it to their own gaming. Oh, absolutely. You know, like they're picking up tips from yeah, somebody who's... You can, pick up, you can get different things from different types of yeah. streams, for sure. So it's literally not... You're not just literally like, wow, this person's good, I'm going to watch it. And If I don't have an interest in a game, I'm not going to watch someone play it on Twitch. But if I'm big into whatever the uh, Call of Duty game is, Warzone, right. and I go watch James play it because he's... Or watch, I'll go watch him play Realm Royale before I play it for the first time right. and get a couple tips because he's better at it than I am. Yeah, then he knows when you get to the forge, you want to at least get a rune and maybe some right. armor potions. I didn't know oh, any of that, but I could shards, that Maybe you want to get armor a potions first, first every time. But, armor potions first. But you go rune first because if you get the armor potion rune... Then you need armor potions. Uh-huh. You need less armor potions to fill up the bar, Chuck. See, that's why that's why I don't do as well yes. on Fridays. Yeah, so you're doing fairly well. You're doing better than I have the last. <laughs> well, yeah, you've gotten pretty wrecked the last yeah. couple of Fridays. Three Fridays in a row. I figure I'm there. I'm there when you do your your man thong throwdown. I'm there as a spoiler. If I can take out one of the top players before I get taken out, then then mission accomplished. <laughs> hey, it works for me. It's entertaining <laughs> to watch either way. What a pain in the ass. Yeah, well, <laughs> I told you how I played Rocket League last week. I'm not there to win. I'm there to I'm there to make your experience bad. He's there to cause so chaos. <laughs> Much like the show. Yeah, he's the chaos factor. Chuck is here to make sure. I'm here to make your experience yeah. bad. <laughs> but there are movies, like uh, we mentioned Super Mario Bros. The Blood Rain movie was terrible. I remember about Street Fighter. I, Even Jean Claude Van Damme couldn't save that hot trash. I was I was going to mention Street Fighter as a joke, but that when movie, I realized that the reason we were talking about this was Mortal Kombat, I was like, "Well, there there goes my punchline." That <laughs> movie that movie is bad, but I love it. Do you I really? Just, oh, can't. no wonder. Raul, Raul Julia as uh, M Bison is mm-hmm. so over the top. That, was yeah. that one of his last movie? That was his too? last movie. Yeah, yeah, but you're admitting too, though, that it was a bad video it's game not movie. Good. It's not it's good. Really so not which, good. It holds a special place in your heart, and you enjoy yeah. it. But you can admit that it's not a good movie by any means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I, was, I remember watching that, and I was like, "What the hell?" Right. John Claude Van Damme is Guile. You know what is surprisingly good? Doom. With Dwayne, you know I didn't see it. The one with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I forgot is, about that. And it's got uh, the guy who plays Bones in the Star Trek movies. Uh, oh, uh, Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah, really. Uh, uh, that was good. And there's one on Netflix that was direct to video, and I can't remember if it's the second or the third one, but like it felt like a Doom movie. Is the yeah, Rock absolutely. in Doom? He is the fir- first one. Okay, because so I think I, w- I watched that on Netflix, and I was really bored until it goes into first person mode, yeah. and the Rock <laughs> starts kicking. Ass on Mars! Yep. <laughs> yes! You got me! You won me over! It was hilarious that was they over. made sure there was a first-person version, you know, yeah, that first-person cool. scene. Like, I got hyped, man. I, the adrenaline was pumping. I'm like, yeah, now this is a Doom movie. Rock! Go get him, Prez! <laughs> yeah, Future pe- President Rock. People in the uh, people in the Twitch stream, too, saying they can't believe somebody else liked Doom and uh, that they love Doom. So mm. apparently, I haven't I, seen it, so I've played the game. It's worth it. It's it's worth watching. Even like I said, the one that's on Netflix right now, I think it's Doom Oblivion or something like that. On it's on demand. It's cheaply made. You can tell they oh, use yeah. the same set over and over and over again. Uh, but it absolutely like the plot totally feels like a Doom movie. Mm-hmm. So I was I was into it. I was feeling it. Hmm. 
Well, that's what I, I just, you know, want to talk about some video game movies. I don't think it counts as a video game movie, but uh, there was an article I saw yesterday about Seth Rogen is doing the reboot for Ninja Turtles. Is he really? Yeah. Seth Rogen's going to get his fingers in the Ninja Turtles. He is. Yeah, he's... <laughs> he better watch those fingers. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's going to be producing it along with uh, one of the writers from... Um, uh, Gravity Falls, which was a Disney cartoon that was really good. It's going to be a good cartoon, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a CGI movie. It's okay. like not going to be live action, uh, you know, or live action with CGI turtles like the last couple. Uh, but Seth Rogen said uh, earlier this week that he wants to use the teenage aspect of the movie. So that he's he's made a lot of movies that uh, smoking pile, pot, where all that's yeah, yeah that appeal to teenagers. Mm-hmm. So that's what he's looking to do with the mm-hmm. teenage mutant ninja turtles. So that's cool. You know what? He's a big comic book fan, and he did right by Preacher. I think I agree. And God, but he, he produced something else too that was comic related. Was it? Did he have anything to do with the boys? I think he does. I'm not sure. Not a hundred percent. By the way, I will look it up. To the, the internet. Did you? And I loved it. Oh, great. Like, almost to the point where I almost wanted to ask Al to borrow the comics again because I might actually try to read them. <laughs> yeah. But then I was like, no, nah, it's too much work. Yeah. I until season two comes out. But I, th- I thought they did a phenomenal job with the boys. Like, I couldn't okay, believe my so- fiance wasn't into it. Like, I was almost yelling at her. Like, yeah. I can't believe. I'm like, this is what you want to see. Superheroes. But with like. But they're awful. Normal yeah. human. Like, like. Flaws, you know. That's also Carl Urban, isn't it? Yeah, he plays Billy Butcher. He does. Yep. Yeah, awesome. uh, he was a executive producer. He is okay. okay. That's what I thought. Oh, and so season two is not out yet. No. Uh, okay. Good. Uh, end of September, I think. They oh, just okay. they just released a full trailer last night. Okay. For it. Well, I wow, found night. out that season two of the new Twilight Zone came like is already out, and yep. I had no idea. And so like I have a big watched- surprise. Like big, like you got a big surprise. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I just went on, I think I went on CBS All Access because I, I think by the time this podcast drops, the new Star Trek, um, the lower decks, the, the cartoon. The cartoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that cartoon. That I think is coming out this week, maybe Friday. I don't know. That sounds right. Uh, probably. And so I was looking at CBS All Access, like, can I add this to a queue or whatever? Like, what do I need? And then I see Twilight Zone, and, like, season two was all up there. I was like, holy crap, I didn't even realize. That's funny. <laughs> I had a similar experience with uh, uh, Umbrella Academy. That's mm. what I was going to say. You, yeah. you said you watched The Boys, what, this weekend? Yeah. yeah, I watched it, like, over, like, I was off uh, for Poison Ivy. The sure. Last, like, two days last week. I yeah. pretty much watched, I've watched, like, two, the first two episodes of The Boys, and I was like, oh, okay, this is good. And then I just watched the rest of it while I was gotcha. trying okay. to not itch myself. And I was like... Yeah, because yes. Netflix essentially had a one-two punch this weekend, as far as I was concerned, because Thursday was the new Transformers cartoon, oh, there you War go. for Cybertron, and then Friday was the new Umbrella Academy, and uh, me and Amy spent eight hours, an eight-hour marathon, or a ten-hour, well, not ten-hour, because it's like 45 minutes, but we watched the whole thing, uh, episode uh, one to episode ten. Umbrella Academy? Of season two, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was shocked, because all of a sudden, um, I think my, my fiance was like, you liked the Umbrella Academy, didn't, didn't you? I was like, yeah. She's like you going to watch season two? I'm like, if I would have known it was out, <laughs> right. maybe I would have. Instead I sp- of watching all the uh, property hunks that she's on TV all the time. <laughs> right. I'm like, I can tell you how to change the tile yeah. and how to match you know, your carpet to your drapes, but geez, oh, Pete's, I would have loved to watch The Umbrella Academy. Don't lie, though. You didn't mind watching the property No, hunks. those guys are so good. <laughs> those guys are so good. Jonathan and Drew, those guys know how to design a house, I'll tell you. Yeah, and Umbrella Academy got uh, like 90% from everybody really? on Rotten Tomatoes. I still haven't seen the first season, and I've had a number of people recommend it to me. And I, I don't know. I think I was just going through it's Net- a- Netflix with the lady over the weekend, and that came up. And I was like, "Crap! I haven't watched that show yet." Yeah, yeah. I, I, rec- rec- I would recommend checking it out. It's right. a cool show. I have no idea how they got that show out of that comic. Yeah, 
Really? Looking like I I wasn't a fan of the comic, but I looked through it once I'd watched the show and it's the characters are there, but the comic has a completely different flavor. The comic oh. is much more superhero comic based than the show is. Interesting. And I'm real curious to see this after seeing this new season, go going to my comic store and seeing the second trade paperback it's based off of. This new season they time travel back to the Kennedy assassination. Mm-hmm. And they, oh. they have to uh there's there's a new apocalypse that will happen, and one of them's convinced that like, well, obviously we have to save Kennedy. That's why we're here, right? There must be a reason. Yeah. And the rest of them are like, maybe we're supposed to let it happen. Maybe saving him is what causes this apocalypse. Right. But that's oh. cool. I'll have to move that up my list a little bit and give it a watch. Yeah. Right now, I'm trying to get caught up on the unexplained on history. Ooh. Oh, really? It's hosted by one William Shatner. Okay. Yeah. And it's basically like, uh, almost like, it reminds me a little bit of Unsolved Mysteries. Sure. But it's like more rapid fire. It's not quite as in-depth. And it's like, one episode was like crazy structures, like this ex- the eccentric widow of Winchester, the guy who made the repeating rifle. Mm-hmm. Uh, she built this mansion that had like doors to nowhere and staircases to the ceiling. And really? So like they have, it's all just stuff like that. And man. Dude, Captain Kirk kills it on the voiceover. He really does. I mean, like, it really is like Robert Stack level of voiceover. It's so cool. He's right. like, and as we leave the Angel Gate, we go to this next location where it may have come from hell. <laughs> I can just sit here listen to you talk about That's this fun. crap. And he, I know, I'm sure he does it the only way William Shatner. Oh, my God, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, every episode ends almost like the Twilight Zone where it's like, you know, where this and this happened in the Twilight Zone or whatever. And he's like, and that's why it's unexplained. <laughs> like, every episode ends that way. I love it. I like Al Shatner over here. I know. <laughs> I feel like he's got, a, he's got a future. He's going he's gonna to be making so much money doing voiceovers. We won't be able to get any of his time to do nerd radio. Yeah, well, voice. he's 89 and he's going to outlive me. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to take any of his work. Well, I'm glad you brought up voiceovers, too, because that uh, that Transformers show, it's only six episodes, and they're half-hour episodes. Um, it's all CGI, and... Um, it seems so short. It it does seem kind of short, and they, voice actor-wise, they didn't get anybody that's been... None like, of the OGs? They didn't no. get any of the, the Optimus Prime. It, huh? so, and, and apparently, um, was it Frank Welker, who was um, Megatron originally, and in a couple of things, and then Peter Cullen, who was Optimus Prime, uh, both came out while the show was in production about the fact that they were using non-union voice actors, Ooh. and that's not cool, because yeah. they don't pay them as much. Um, hmm. But, I mean, I don't know exactly who the target audience is for this show because it wasn't me and i'm a huge transformers fan Mm -hmm. but um it was very it's set on cybertron during the war before they come to earth and so it's very dark and certain robots die and everybody's very depressed and very grim throughout the whole thing and there's a cartoon on cartoon network right now called uh transformers cyberverse that i feel like is more the transformers i like to watch because it's more fun so what you're describing is almost like the uh, Chernobyl version of Transformers. Kinda, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, the way you describe it is the same way Chuck the Freak described the Chernobyl yeah. show on HBO. Right. Chernobytron. Yeah, Chernobytron. It's really like it's I said. It's really and grim. And robots will die. But it is. It is kind of cool to see the the toys that are out on the shelves right now. To mm-hmm. like essentially see them in moving action. around in action. Yeah. So I I don't not recommend it. I'm sure there's going to be a whole bunch of Transformers fans from the show. That, mm-hmm. You know, but it's it's. Not my Transformer show, so not eh. not Chuck's Transformers. No, he's gonna get the shirt. Not really. Yeah, Prime. yeah. This is not my Transformers. It's it's somebody's Transformers because I looked that up on Rotten Tomatoes too, and the uh, the critics have given a hundred percent. Wow. Audience has an eighty eight percent, but the critics uh, gave it a hundred percent. So hmm. 
Somebody dug it. Yeah. Just not me. It wasn't Chuck. All right. Well, we're going to take another short break, and we're coming back. I had one more thing I wanted to talk. Oh, comic books. They're sitting right in front of me. Some comic book <laughs> news going on in the uh, world, and uh, we'll talk about that next on Nerd Radio. And Yuri Lowenthal. And you're listening to Nerd Radio. I didn't. Was that started midway through? I did. I didn't have the button pressed down. You want me to do it again? <laughs> I go. feel like that's good enough. Hey, this is Tara Platt. And Yuri Lowenthal. And you're listening to Nerd Radio. There, is that better? <laughs> I like. I feel like it's more true to Nerd Radio to have it screw up it's and be at, true just, to Nerd Radio. Yeah. Half-ass imaging for a half-ass show. You got it. Welcome back to Nerd Radio. You can find us on WRAF.com. You can also find us... Rock929rocks.com in Boston and 96krock.com in Fort Myers. Or just go to nerdradio101.com. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you can find us all over social media at Nerd Radio 101. And if you're a Twitch streaming viewer, then you can find us Wednesday afternoons at... You can find us at the Checkpoint XP channel, which is twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. That's right. Guys... Some stuff going on in the world of comics that I wanted to bring up. First of all, this is kind of an old story, but it was something that I, I wanted to run by you guys. Had you, did you see the story that Miles Morales, the young black man mm-hmm. who's Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe, yeah, along the, with Peter the Parker, ultimate, ultimate Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Did you see the story that he was almost called something other than Spider-Man? No. When they when they moved him over to the because they they wanted to keep the Spider-Man name for Peter Parker, and then they obviously like there's the Spider Gwen character Uh-oh. that they've turned into like Ghost Spider. They wanted mm-hmm. to call him Spider Bro, were they? They were not. No, they were going to call him SPY-E, or D, Spy-D. Mm. That's dumb. Yeah, Yeah, and thankfully they decided against it. And they're like, no, you know what? We don't want to put an asterisk against him being Spider-Man. We're just going to take the Spider-Man, and we're going to call it Miles Morales Spider-Man. And and the rest is history. Yeah. I think they made the right decision there. Yeah, for sure. That's that seems. But it it was the kind of thing that uh, it it was late in Brian Michael Bendis's run on the book. It was like the the year or two before he left to do all the books over at DC, Mm -hmm. and he did a story uh, that would have led into him being Spidey. He was working with Shield as a spy, which would have been where the spy comes from. Jesus, but. It was. It wasn't great. Oh, there's like a double play on words, right? Spidey, like the nickname for Spider Man. Plus, he's a spy. Plus, it's hacker. I oh, hate it's... the hacker like, ter- like right. ways to spell stuff out. Just, just use real <laughs> letters and stuff, please. So dumb. Like, stubbing I... numbers and dashes and things to spell words. So stupid. I want to punch myself in the ear for having heard that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. I'm That's another swore. good tag for Nerd Radio. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I wanted to punch myself in the ear for having heard it. Uh, another thing uh, I wanted to bring up is that we've seen a lot of stuff in Animal Crossing this year since it came out in the, uh, including within the Lions uh, announced their season. Yeah, they did the whole Animal season Crossing. With, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Animal Crossing little uh, <laughs> which may or may not happen. Videos. Right. Yeah. Uh, but one of the writers for a book that's coming out called Avengers Assembly Orientation uh, has opened up her island in Animal Crossing so that you can go to it and you can get a. A shirt that makes you look like you're wearing Miss Marvel's outfit. Oh, okay. And then you can you can take a picture next to the cover, which is on the ground in in her on her island in Animal Crossing as kind of cool. a promotion thing. Yeah, that's yeah, a it's, great way to get people to check out your island. Well, and a great way to get people who are super into Animal Crossing to be like, I'm going to go to the comic store and check I out that book. I have an idea. I'm going to start playing Animal Crossing. Okay. I'm going to open up my island. People oh, no. come check it out. You can put on a man thong and yeah. take a picture of a wiener inside my house. 
and share with all your friends. There's my new Animal Crossing marketing ploy. Welcome to James's Fantasy Island. Yes. Did we I bring like up Fantasy Island? There was a Vice article I saw a couple of weeks ago. Did we bring up the fact- or Vice Island? <laughs> Did we I bring- only have one Vice there. Did yeah. I bring up to you guys <laughs> the fact that there are dominatrixes who've been making a killing in Animal Crossing? No, wait, they're I'm making scared? a killing in Animal Crossing. There's an there's an article on Vice about dominatrixes who, uh, you know, used to have people into their dungeons to yeah, do stuff. Yeah, oh, and yeah. Then COVID hit, and nobody mm. wanted to be near each yeah, other. Yeah, no, beatings are down. Right. So they so they started up an island in Animal Crossing, and then people would pay them to come to their island and hang out and do Animal Crossing stuff. And then it even gotten to the point where, like, you know, you can smack people with the net. There, you go. I was going to say, and when people, are they going to start beating the Animal Crossing characters' yeah, asses with people whips? People are and paying stuff. dominatrixes to smack them virtually in Animal Crossing with <laughs> calling the players little but catching nets <laughs> be careful tom nook didn't zone you for this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many uh kick you right out how many bells you gotta pay tom nook to <laughs> get the dominatrix through the security i got according to the vice article i can't remember what the name of the dominatrix they were talking to but when she started she was just having people uh send her bells so that she could you know pay off her house and buy cool stuff for the island and stuff like that and then it got to the point like well i could make people pay me like 10 bucks to hang out for you know at half you an hour on some of these side gigs like this like i will come to your animal crossing island and i'll be a male dominatrix and i'll <laughs> i don't know you tell me what you want me to say to you you just be inappropriate yeah the theme of that story is james can be bought james can be bought absolutely 100 i don't think i've ever denied that <laughs> I got, there's a price for me on yes. pretty much anything yeah james has you a know? price and it is affordable yes <laughs> For most things. <laughs> Somebody in the chat, uh, Demon Koenig says 20 bucks an hour is fancy living. It is. 20 bucks an hour. Like, you got a uh, pretty difficult job to make 20 bucks an hour these days. All right. Well, I've got a couple of comics here that I wanted to tell you guys about that I've been picking up at the comic store. Um, first of all, I wanted to bring up the fact that DC Comics is really, really doing some big stuff. Really? This summer, ever since, you know, we had the six weeks in the spring where there were no comics whatsoever. Comic book stores weren't open. Comics Mm -hmm. weren't being delivered, everything. And now we're finally starting to get back to where we're getting regular weeks, uh, you know, output of comics. There's a bunch of books that have been put off until like October that Marvel did that were supposed to come out in April. Um, But DC has, uh, they've got the Dark Knight's Death Metal um, sequel Mm -hmm. coming out. The Dark Knight's Metal was what, last summer or the summer before where the, uh, the evil Batman we're, we're in like there was the, the Batman Bat- who laughs Batman who laughs there was the that, yeah. the um, the Batman who's also the Flash that was yeah. evil and the Batman who's also Superman yeah. uh, it's the sequel to that with the Batman who laughs with a whole that might bunch be the of most new- confusing statement I think I've ever heard anybody say oh we got the evil Batman we have the evil Batman who is actually Superman we have right what it's all these what is it yeah DC's up to some crazy stuff it's all these alternate reality Batman that have banded together to come to the main DC universe and take it over wow and I didn't really care for to be honest with you, but I, I think they're yeah. But I think the sales I, are killing it. Every week when I go to my comic book store, they are selling out of yeah. this thing. I think a lot of people did actually like it. It just wasn't for me, and obviously it wasn't for you either. But right? People loved the Batman who laughs. It was basically a Joker themed Batman. Yeah. Okay. You know, the Batman in the in the uh, to, to spoil it for you and anybody who's listening who hasn't read that particular book yet. Uh, in a in an alternate timeline, Batman beats the Joker to death, and uh, when the Joker dies, he releases a toxin. That infects Batman and turns him into the Joker. Oh, and then you know it goes downhill it's like from in Call there. Call of Duty when you have the grenade attached to exactly. you and you die and the grenade drops and you kill the person mm. who killed you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but this uh, the Batman who laughs has survived for the sequel and um, 
he has taken on the powers of Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen, which makes Ooh. him even more deadly. Uh, but I want dong is even bigger now. Even <laughs> you would you would think so, but I wanted Man, to bring up bluer. I wanted to bring up this particular book that uh, comes out today. It's called Legends of the Dark Knight, and it's a bunch of short stories about these new evil Batman. I'm loving that, are that cover, man. In this uh, project, there is a Batman who's also a Tyrannosaurus Rex. There is a Batman who has fed his consciousness into a monster truck. Uh, <laughs> it's it's insane. But uh, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because who wrote that. It's uh, short stories by a bunch of people. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Warren Ellis was originally supposed to write a story in here, and then they found out that he's uh, been inappropriate with right. some, some right, young right, ladies right, right. over the years, so his story got nixed, uh, but they, they replaced it. Garth Ennis did a story about a Batman who was a baby. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> the baby bat? God. It's, it's baby Batman. Oh, how inappropriate is it? It's not, actually. It's, it's funny because he doesn't expect to be a baby, and he can't, like... He he's not agile because he's a baby and his head's too big, so it's he's top heavy. Like there can't be really any superhero stuff in there. He swore he would never do it again <laughs> after the boys. But the reason I wanted to bring this book up is because this book came out yesterday. Because DC books come out on Tuesday now instead of Wednesday. This book is huh. already twenty dollars. This book was twenty dollars before it came out. Really? Because like it retail has price. Yeah, uh, retail is uh, five ninety nine. This book is so and and the. Alternate cover. So what you're saying is now is the time to buy. If you can find one of these, grab it because it has the uh, it has the origins of all these evil Batman for this particular uh, story. Uh, but the 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 variant cover. There's always you know variant covers. The variant cover for this, you had to order every comic book store had to order 25 books to get one of these variant covers. Dang. Again, before this book even came out, the variant cover going for 140 bucks. Dang. What's the variant cover look like? I'm going shopping after this. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like I said, it, I, I was at the comic store yesterday picking up my books and uh, there were two different people that were trying to buy five and ten copies of the thing. So it's and that's that's what I mean when I say DC is doing some really big things because yeah. they've got this going on. They've got that Joker War thing with the, the new girl that's replacing Harley Quinn. Those books are flying off the shelf. Punchline every week. Yeah. Punchline every week. DC's got a book that people are snapping up multiple copies hmm. of. And I don't know if it's like the 90s when the big boom happened with the comics where people were buying multiple copies of stuff and then none of it panned out because they printed so much. Uh, but right now it's it's definitely helping your local comic store. Well, yeah, good, that's good. awesome. That is good, yeah. I was going to say, just based on the fact that there was a Garth Ennis story in there, I was like, oh, maybe you could pick one up. Oh, they're going for 20 bucks. Never mind. I don't need it that much. Right, right. Because I, I really don't care. The fact that it was Garth Ennis was the only thing I can tell you, I read it. You're not missing out on anything. No, okay. It's it's funny for a minute, but it's you're not missing out on anything. All right, that's good to know because he doesn't always hit with me. Right, but the other comic I wanted to bring in because you guys know how big I am on my uh, my X Men. They finally wrapped up the X Men Fantastic Four miniseries. I've got here Doctor Doom. Yeah. So the the main gist of this miniseries is that uh, Franklin Richards, the son of Reed Richards and Sue Storm, is a mutant. He was oh, born okay. with with powers that developed when he was a teenager, and in the current X Men storyline, they've uh, colonized the island of Krakoa as a mutant sovereign nation. So all mutants are welcome at Krakoa, but you know everybody else is not. So they, at the beginning of the series, extend the invitation to Franklin Richards because he's a mutant. However, the Fantastic Four are not allowed because they aren't mutants. Oh, because they got their powers in a different way. Right. Okay. And uh Reed Richards uh has developed this uh because he's Reed Richards uh has developed this device that masks Franklin's mutant gene. 
so that uh, he wouldn't be able to be picked up by like Professor Xavier's cerebro, mm-hmm. or he wouldn't be able to go through the gates that allow you into Krakoa that teleport you there because it wouldn't register him as a mutant. Um, and and you find this out throughout the series, and it's kind of a dick move. It's yeah. kind of a Tony Stark kind of mm-hmm. dick move. But the fourth issue is fantastic because at the very end, uh, both Xavier and uh, once they once they work it all out and they fight Doctor Doom and there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Once they once it's over, uh, Xavier and Magneto visit Reed Richards, and Magneto uses his magnet powers to destroy the device and all the hard drives that. Uh, Reed Richards has with the blueprints and how to make hmm. this thing because Ooh. it could be used against them at some point. And then Xavier takes out particular parts of how it works from Reed's mind and says, typically I would have uh, wiped your mind so you never knew I did this, but I'm going to leave it so that you know you will never be able to create this thing no matter how much you think about it. Because oh. this could, yeah, like this. That's kind of that's dark awesome. for Professor yeah, X. Haunting. Yeah, that's this haunting. kind of, and and that's the real joy of where the X Men are right now is that you can see it's this gray area where you can understand. It's like, yeah, they could, you know, the they could make Sentinels that could, you know, completely eliminate the mutant gene. That's an awful thing. I can understand why you wouldn't want that to be a thing. But then the way they're going about it is very like, no, we're not playing around anymore. We're yeah. done being the good guys. We've we've tried being the good guys forever, and you've been murdering mutants throughout Sounds the like entire Magneto history. Magneto finally won. I know. It, it, I mean, honestly, kinda. that's like more of a Magneto way of yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, that's cool. But yeah, there's this really. They do these these. Info, I might read that in trade because that's that's cool. They do these cool like these info pages throughout a lot of the X Men comics yeah. that'll you know give you kind of backstory that uh, you you might need for different parts of it. But it's neat because it ends with these info pages that show you the device. And then the next info page shows the device, but there's pieces missing. Oh, okay. And then the final info page has nothing oh. to signify that Reed Richards now can't make this device and, and never will be able to. Hmm. So kind of a cool, uh, a cool twist. Yeah, cool little plot thing going on. And I'm, I'm happy to see that uh, my, my X-Men books are, you know, I'm finally getting a couple a week. Because throughout like July, it was like I'd get an X-Men book and then two weeks would go by and I wouldn't get a... Another X Men book. Get antsy for your X Men. Yeah, well, there's like ten of them. They're supposed to come out in a month, mm-hmm. and like, how am I only getting one? This sucks. Yeah. They're also doing a, a big uh, event right now where Fantastic Four and the Avengers are fighting the Kree and the Scrolls. The Kree mm. and the Scrolls have stopped fighting, and they've they've joined forces uh, to fight this other alien race that is all plant based. And the because they're going after the vegans. Look out. <laughs> It's the it's the impossible alliance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, the impossible alliance doesn't come up with the infinite gas. The impossible yeah. burgers. <laughs> but that's all I got to tell you guys about this week for Nerd Radio. So uh, thanks to uh, everybody in the Twitch streams for stopping by. Thanks to you, Al and James, for letting me ramble on about my X Men and my Transformers. I appreciate oh, it every week. I was was asleep. Yeah, well, it's fine. You sleep with your eyes closed really well. It's fascinating. <laughs> Don't we all? It's fascinating. <laughs> Might be his biggest talent. Yeah. <laughs> Al, tell them one more time where they can find us online. NerdRadio101.com. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look at that. You found a shortcut. Yep. That's why I spent the That's money. That's why I spent the money, so you wouldn't have to <laughs> rattle off all the websites we're on. Uh, and uh, James, on Wednesday afternoons, where can people see us on Twitch? You can find us on the Checkpoint XP channel. It's twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. We'll talk to you guys next week. Make sure you're following us on social media at Nerd Radio 101. And make sure you're downloading, rating, and reviewing the podcast wherever you get us as part of the B-Pod Studios Network. See you next week. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. No, no.
you later, Thank nerds. You. The future's stupid, guys. I'm sorry, but it is. I have spoken. I feel like we should we should probably hook James up with like the first trade and see if he likes it. Yeah. Of the boys? Yeah. I think Al already I've, I had it in my possession. Oh, okay. I had two real thick ones. <laughs> I had two real thick ones in my hand. There's your untag right there. Two real thick James ones. and the real thick ones. <laughs> I, I realized what I was saying as I said it. Um, <laughs> ah, okay. And they just sat on the kitchen table for months, and I was like, Al, I'm moving. I got to give yeah. these to you now, otherwise they may never see right. your possession ever again. Right. Don't keep them in the kitchen. I don't want my big thick ones in your mouth. Mm, well, sometimes <laughs> I can't avoid it. Got to wrap my lips around them. We're talking about breadsticks, right? <laughs> yeah. Breadsticks. Yeah. Breadsticks. Love me some breadsticks. Mm. Big, thick ones. Yeah, some creamy Alfredo sauce. Now I'm hungry. Dude, I'm starving. (laughs)